Hello and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. As you can see, it's season two, episode eight, and I've got it wrong first time, damn it. Over on this side, I've got John from RFK Refugees for the first time ever. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. That's all right. Um, how are you doing? You know, uh, it's it's interesting to do uh, a podcast after the day after I did a podcast, uh, and then the day before I'm going to do something on IG Live. So uh, I, I think that if you happen to watch all of these things, I'm sorry because I'm probably gonna <laughs> I'm probably gonna retread ground. <laughs> There's a lot of content to consume right now. There's there's so many games though, isn't there? So you, we've got to do something in between and to keep ourselves busy, haven't we? Right. Yeah. I think I think I said on the show and on Twitter like our show has become like group therapy for the for the long time hardcore it's the all of the all of the casuals have melted away anyone who came for wayne rooney has found anything else to do with their time so we're what's left so let's just get through this together all of us absolutely so in terms of this show anyway it's been a little while it's, i think it's been 11 days since the last episode came out so apologies for that mental week last week had decorators around so this place doesn't look quite as good as it does now it was just everything was everywhere it was just mental so no time for that but we're back a much smaller couch before right they've expanded it, the couch it's exactly bigger. yeah i mean it was only a one-seater couch right. now it's now it's a three-seater it's great <laughs> recliners which are tip top only downside is because of the time of the games over here if i recline i'm straight asleep it's over it's over for you yeah yeah i think there was is it cheyenne who said in one of her videos on instagram if you go horizontal, you lose. So, yeah, yeah, you just can't do that. <laughs> That's that one. Exactly. So, on on this show, we'll, I like to do some reviews and match previews and all that. And I can't. It's been three games since the last one, and that's three games in eight days. So it's, they've come thick and fast, as we all know. The MLS restart has been a bit mental. So I'm going to go through game by game with you, John, and. Um, Oof. Let's start off with that FC Cincy game, which is the only game we got a point from. A nil-nil draw. How, if you can cast your mind back to it, how did you feel right. after that game? Let's 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 try to find that headspace. Uh, <laughs> I, I was disappointed because when I looked at the schedule, the FC Cincinnati game was the only one I tagged for a win, yeah. and then when we didn't, and also didn't really threaten. Uh, I was a bit concerned by the way the rest of the schedule was going to go, and wouldn't you know it, <laughs> I was that was borne out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, and, and this will be a point that we talk about in each of these games that the bright side basically are who are playing yeah. that may not have played in the past, uh, and sort of the young players that are getting an opportunity. Other than that, it's pretty dark and dire. There's not really a lot of upside on the offensive side. Yep. The defense is getting worse. So yeah, I'm trying to remember specifically from that game. Uh, I know that since he hit the post in the last five minutes, I believe I recall that yes. happening. Yep, that was a scary moment. That was the oh, that was the almost goal. Uh, Pines yes. hit, the, hit the bar, I think, in the first half. Correct. But other than that, I mean, it was uh, it was unnotable. It was notable only in the fact that it got us a point. Everything else about it was very forgettable. Yeah. So, I've done a lot of. Let me run through some of the points that I took from that game. So it was the first one we had for this season a three-five-two formation even though I know we spoke about it on when you did your Instagram live at halftime, it looked even odder than that when the graphics came out because it looked like it was 3-2-3-2. <laughs> three, two, three, two. So that just... Innovative. Think, and also yeah, it, it was. And I, I went on 
I think it was episode 13 I did with James Lambert. Some things were said. And I mentioned, why don't we try a new formation? I'm just going to put my hands up on that. I think that's thanks to me that we tried trying this new yep. formation. Um, and the fact that at the start of the game, which we've noticed over the last three games, we've started with a lot of pressure, which is nice. It's just a shame it doesn't last for 90 minutes. Uh, yeah, there's some, there's some physical limitations there, I think, that uh, yeah. we, we run into. Uh, but you're right. For the first 30 minutes of a game, usually, and usually you used to turn it off after about 15. Yeah. Uh, and, and and sometimes we've stretched it out a little bit longer. But at one point, eventually you have to stop. And then the other team will make an adjustment. And then and then what? And if you haven't scored, which we usually haven't. Yep. Problems. Things do look a little bit hairy. Um, but say that. I think the Cincy game was so far out of the three games has been the best performance, I want to say. Because Cincy, they've looked good, which is weird to say because they were awful last season but Yapstam has he done a good job and is he the real Yapstam that's a good question (laughs) Uh, I I think you know I remember after the game saying was our defense good or was their offense horrible and I don't know I still can't tell you based on the way the the next two games went maybe their offense was really bad Uh, but Uh, I think it was a game we learned almost nothing out of, right? I think that we did, we learned no lessons that, that bore out in the next two games. And other than we figured out that we are allowed to play other formations, uh, they will let you do that. That's, we found that out. Um, That's that's pretty much all I took from it. And except for the point. Well, Paredes made his first DC start. That was a good thing. And he's, he looked good. Pines made his first start for 12 months. Gressel finally looked good. Well, I thought he looked ish, good anyway. Um, he's putting good balls into the box. Yeah. Which is what we pay him to do. Yeah. So on that on that sense, and as you rightly said at the start there, Pines hit, got a header which hit off the bar, um, which was so close. I want to see him celebrate, run over to the coach and stuff again, like he did against Minnesota. Yeah, he 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 deserves it. I mean, I think that the you know the fact that we are more likely to score on a set piece than we are from open play. Yeah. There's a good, I mean, that's why we have co co leading scorer Fred Briant still um, pines. I mean, he's going to get starts here. It appears. Yeah. And I don't, I know some of this is injury based, um, but he played one game. I believe the next one before there were any injuries to Briant or, or burn bomb. So yeah. I think, you know, I think Ben in his heart of hearts and maybe even in conversations with, uh, you know, the GM, you got to play these kids and figure out what you got because this season yeah. may not be what you want it to be. Yeah, it's, well, it's definitely I mean, not what we want it to be. Right, isn't it? right it's not. <laughs> um, Cheyenne's actually just uh, commented on uh, YouTube. She's uh, just saying it was a mix of both. Not sure what, which both. Maybe you, could you clarify for that for us, Cheyenne? Um, it's, as you've already said, the youth have to start now. The season's gone. I don't, I don't truly believe we'll make the playoffs this season. No, that's even with ten teams, even with ten teams out of the East, I don't think that we will. I don't yeah. even want us to. To be honest with you, it's weird. Uh, there's no benefit for us going and then getting getting paced in the first game again. Yeah, it's, because it gives you it gives you a false it gives you a false readout of what this team is and what needs to be done. If yeah. you miss the playoffs on a ten team playoff, that tells you 
that tells you that tells you what's up. That tells you <laughs> you really need to rethink what you're going. Almost every team made it and you didn't. And why is that? So, and you could say injuries, but yeah, everyone everyone gets injuries. Exactly. It's how you manage it, isn't it? And how good your squad depth is, because right now we're testing that. It's it's properly testing it. Um, so that was pretty much it for the Cincy game. Uh, Shines just said, bad offense for DC, good defense for FC Cincinnati. Yeah, and both I think, ways. Both I think ways, I, yeah, I vice think, versa. Yep, I think I think we I, we matched up. It was, it was a yin yang situation of of good and bad for yeah. sure for both teams. No, absolutely. So next game we had up was against New England Revolution back at Audi Field for the first time since. March the seventh, I think the it was. Game, right, the Miami game. Yeah, the last time we won a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, we got beat by the refs two to one. Um, but it was the first team goal since um, the previous game against the New England Revolution in Orlando. That's not great. No, it's not great That's at great. all. Um, Key things from that one. It was a penalty from Kamara, so it was another game, another goal from set play. Which how did you feel about that when he stepped up? I know that when I watched, I'm always wary when a player obviously needs to score and is like has the weight of the universe on his shoulders, and he figures I've got to get this one so the next one comes. Yeah. But at the risk of the, uh, at the risk of sort of you know karma crushing him, he may he took a nice penalty. But I am I usually think. You know, I, I feel like I have a better than average sense of things when somebody steps up. I feel like I yeah. calm pretty well. I was like, nope, missing this. And then he calm, calmly slotted it. So that, that's good for him. Great. It didn't lead to uh, any more progress elsewhere, but at least he's, yeah. off, he's off the 90s. Scored yeah. I mean, for me, I was, I was kind of happy he was willing to take it. And it shows that despite the lack of goals, he still has the confidence to do it. I think that was a good sign. Whether he's the main uh, penalty taker, I think it's Yami Lassard, I think is our main taker. So whether he had an influence in that decision as well, saying, look, you need a goal, take it. I think for the time, I think it was the right man. And as you rightly said, it was a nice penalty tucked into the bottom right-hand corner. It's what we needed. Just a shame the rest of the result wasn't right either. Was that the game they had a red card and we were up a man? Yeah, I mean, granted, that red card did come in the eighty-fourth minute, right? So, so it wasn't it wasn't an inner Miami situation where you had the whole second half to play with. No, I think we won that game. But I do think there was t- was it ten minutes of added time at the end. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. So we had quite of an hour. time. That's plenty of time. Yeah. Right. What did you make of that sending off? I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> jog, jog my memory. Was it a second yellow? It was a challenge that came on Felipe. It was a VAR. That I remember now. It was now. VAR. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought I thought they were both going to get. I thought they, I thought I was going to see the first matching red cards on a slide tackle. Yeah, I, I was like, that hard. Was, for the yeah, for the record books. Yeah, that's that's why I would have almost said like, let's just let's just call this one off and say yellows for both for for dangerous play. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I think that Felipe had to have one roll his way <laughs> yeah. for for being the cause of so many. He just decided he's gonna you know one's gonna roll his way and. I think the the shock on that uh, player's face as well when it, the red card came out and his face just went. He, if I remember correctly, that was his first game for for New England. Oh, I don't know. I 
Correct me if I'm wrong in the, oh. in the chat. I feel like I remember that being the case, or I've conflated another red card that happened against DC United in MLS's back, which is probably what I did. So that's not the case. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Right. Added that out. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, what else was it? Uh, so their first, their goals that they scored, the first one, Edison Flores from a uh, bit of a, he tried to be clever. And you don't need clever inside the box. You need it hoofed away. Out. Yep. Yeah. John Smith style. <laughs> I, I, so that, that's a UK reference. So there's a, um, just so you know, the, for all you American viewers, all listeners, John Smith, there's a beer over here in the UK. And one of the adverts that they did, they had a comedian called Peter Kay on it. And it was, basically everyone was doing keepy uppies. It was Sunday league. Everyone's a bit overweight. So they've got the, the orange slices on the side on the table with the cups of tea for the halftime break. As they're doing the keepy uppies, he comes in and just says, have it and hoofs it away. I might link that. I might yeah, link like, the clip. No, no. <laughs> it's a brilliant video. It's just, it just warms the heart. Let's put it that way. Um, what else happens? So their second goal, story of our season so far. Goal conceded from a set piece. Yeah, I mean, I think Ben was previously complaining about height in set pieces. This yes. was not down to height. This no. was not. Uh, no. There's, a, there's. A, it, it, I, I remember talking to to Steve Birnbaum on on one of the Instagram live interviews, and yes. he was saying, uh, like he 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 was surprised at how how bad the defense has been, and he's like, it's not through lack of work. It's just it's just. I told him it seems like there is a large number of individual unlucky mistakes yeah. that keep happening. Uh, that was during the tournament. I feel like now we're seeing more systematic breakdowns in the box where you're seeing yeah. more. It's not just one bad play by the defense. It's sometimes two or three before the goal gets scored. So it's it's certainly gone the wrong way. It is. It's gone down the hill. Yeah. What I've noticed when watching back on the highlights is it seems that we're going for a mixture of both zonal marking and a couple of man marking. And then we had no one on the back post, which. I yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Ben has strong feelings on that. I don't yeah. I feel like everyone does. I feel like everyone either. And it's always after a goal gets scored. That's when you find out people's uh, opinion on that. Because yeah. <laughs> the goal gets scored. Like, how didn't you have somebody at the back post? But then yeah. nothing happens. Yeah. You're like, well, good, good marking. You got yeah, yeah. it. Out of there. You always look for the mistakes and the times that it goes bad. If, when it goes right, it's right. always prized. You not you don't generally pick out the bad bits from a, a good moment. So, so yes, uh, Teal Bunbury got himself a nice header free. It's the second time he's done that against us in two seasons as well. You think you'd learn. <laughs> Just yeah. Saying. I mean, I mean, there are a number of forwards that, uh, that make their bones against this team over time. Yeah. CJ Sapong is one that comes to mind. Kai Kamara yes. used to, used to really roast us. Um, yeah. former yeah, player. Sorry, <laughs> he's a former lotto. He was a former lotto team player. He's uh, he's been around. He hasn't. But the uh, yeah, it's yeah. This, this game, uh, this game, I felt like a result was possible out of this game. Yeah. Um, not the case for the game we're about to talk about. No, I just on the on the refs game, I felt we could have easily got a point out of that. Yeah, because that's the usual result between us is right a, a draw. So. It just didn't happen for us. So we need to talk about that game. Yeah. Yeah. That game, which 
if we could just wipe out the first 21 minutes, it would be drop. happy. <laughs> I'd be over the moon. Yeah. But we let's start from the very beginning because the lineup, Mora as a centre back. Yeah. Thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, I think the cupboard was bare uh, there. I think that there's, I think it was a matter of who other, what other defenders do we have that are healthy? And the answer was uh, none. None. None, none more defenders. So I think if we were being honest with ourselves, when we saw this lineup before the game, we should have said, all right, well, this is a loss. (laughs) How much of a loss is it? I know I, 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 in my moment of delusion was like, maybe we can squeak a draw out of this. I don't know. Zero, zero seems possible. Yep. Uh, Philly is a good offense, but you never know. I don't know why I thought a zero-zero draw was possible with a makeshift defense, but uh, that's called I hopes of delusion. So, what my thoughts were when seeing the lineup. So yeah, we had Mora, we had Pines, and we had Schoberg, who was making his debut. But we had Gressel, who can play at right back. He said he doesn't want to do it. Don't blame him. Yeah, who who wants to be a Gary Noel? No one does. No one. But in this time, when we are so comfortable with a four-two-three-one formation, why didn't we do that? I think because we're so desperate for offense, right? Like I feel like if you move Gressel back there, you have yeah. really muted yourself going forward from the side. We're not we're not getting balls in. And like you said in the in the FC Cincinnati game, like he may have been one of the more dangerous players. You're playing yeah. without yeah. Flores, who was injured. So I think if you had if you had either Chris Adoyatsum or O'Neill Fisher at your disposal, you might have gone that way. But we didn't. Yeah. it's it just for me, I, I was feeling quite strongly about playing the four at the back. Grant, as you said, we would have lost something offensively, but it's Philly who are a very strong team at the moment, mm. and we're away from home. I'm still not used to them being good. By the way, it's not. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't, I haven't dealt with it yet. They've come on leaps and bounds over the last three years. I don't like it. No, no, I don't like it. I'm seeing some great chat coming in over on uh, YouTube, uh, for especially from Jesse. I am loving the amount of uh, stuff that you're commenting on here. Thank you so much. Um, So let's just have a little look at things that you've said, Jesse, whilst we're on this game. Uh, Let's have a look. I was disappointed with the realization that we have zero to no players who can take someone on 1v1. That's a a decent... I mean, take Lucho Acosta out of this this team over the last five years. Yep. There's nobody that can... No, we've not had uh, anyone just, for a long time. Yeah, that's just the deal. Uh, it's not. I think it's expensive to do that. I think it's like a, that's a skill set. That's like a that's a costly skill set. So we tend to try to find people who can do other things. Yeah, I think to be honest though, with Ben's style of play, that doesn't usually happen. I think we were lucky the fact that we had a Costa. Yeah, but generally speaking, he doesn't generally go for the tricky player. But I think again that might be due to resource constraints, right? Like I like a, yeah. a player like that is not is not a guy that you find on the on the trash heap at MLS. He's not a guy potentially, and we'll get to this later that you'd find in the, uh, the a free agent from the Turkish the last place team in Turkey. Yes, uh, just for instance, for yeah. example. Um, so yeah, I think I, I, it's hard to say, right? Like I think I've given him a lot of. If if any of you listen to, to our show, like uh, we've bent over backwards to explain 
why this team has been the way it's been for so long with two or three good seasons mixed in and resource constraints were always one of them. But I, I do think that if I'm, if I know that I'm resource constrained, I am going to try to find a way to win an MLS that fits that resource constraint. Yeah. Um, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And most of the time it's not enjoyable to watch, but if that's what you've got, that's what you've got. In a way, that's why I absolutely love MLS. The resource yeah. constraints, the fact that we've got this salary cap, which means it's as level as it can be. Granted, the DPs could be whatever they want to be, but I love it. I you said you're a Borough fan, right? Sorry? You said you're a Borough fan? Yeah. Yeah, that might be why you like that. That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, it's not been good for us recently. <laughs> I've, got, I've got hopes for this season, though. I have got a host for this season with Neil Warnock as our manager. So fingers crossed, but we're not here to talk about Millsborough. We're here to talk about DC United. And Jesse did have a com- uh, comment for me asking about how many DCU shirts do I see in the UK? As many as you wear, right? <laughs> yeah, as many as I wear. Um, I mean, to be fair, there's in the DC UK group, um, which if you want to join us, more than welcome to just head over onto our, our website. You'll see the the link in the description. Um, whilst you're looking down there, just hit the subscribe button as well. Cheers. Um, but there's a few of us from the UK. Um, I mean, granted, I've got my wife. You know, she's follows us. It's quite nice. Um, I've got a few mates from work who keep up to date with it as well. So if you're watching Andy or Stu, hey. Um, and it's it's. I want to say I'm, that's what I'm trying to do is trying to grow the club in the UK as well as the rest of the world as well because I've got people in the group again who are from places like Myanmar. Wow, which is yeah, it's crazy. I've wow. got. it's not like we've had a players from there either. That that's not <laughs> usually the way you build in the far flung regions. You'll uh, yeah. a few years ago when we had the. Uh, we had Siam Siralam. Uh, that 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 grew our that grew our popularity big time. Yeah, uh, and, and and yeah, he didn't play at all. And every but, post every post that you saw on Twitter or Facebook was like, "Play Alam, Alam now, <laughs> he must play." And then he played, I think, one friendly for like five minutes, and like, "We got to get this guy out of here." So, yeah, he's yeah. good. But anyway, that's good. Hey, I love. I I can't listen. I <laughs> I I don't have a choice, right? Like I'm here. You, uh, you live my. This is my this is my team. This is the team that, through which I experience soccer. So, yeah. um, but you know, God bless anybody who has decided now, even not even like with the benefit of the glory <laughs> years, but like has decided to follow a team across the world that they have seen lately. Good for I'm. Thank yeah. you. Um, thank you. Another comment from Jesse, as I've just been saying there. It feels bad for Chris Seitz. Was it his fault? I think one goal, maybe. I think one goal was right at him and through his hands. Other than yeah. that, I feel like it was all around him. I, I don't know. Remember which goal that was on the, on the I lost the count. of them, right? <laughs> one of them, one of the many that happened. I, I feel. I mean, he uh, uh, Bill Hamid starts most games, uh, so when he does get an opportunity, he does not have the. Ben- I mean, this is the life of a backup goalkeeper, right? Like he doesn't have yeah. the benefit of a ramp up. He's not been playing in a reserve league. He's not been playing in Loudon, so. Good luck, man. And usually it doesn't go well. Yeah. And when it, it's for a backup keeper, when you get that one opportunity, you've really got to take it. And he doesn't. No, and he didn't. I mean, not, it's not his fault. Like, I mean, it's never, it does not seem to be like, it's never just, 
like one howler and we lose one nothing. It always seems that whenever the games that he are playing, uh, he is playing, there are multiple substitutions that are taking place around him and he's getting, he's seeing many shots. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, I, I made a comment to, um, I think it was Heather uh, when I was doing the watch along. It was like watching a training match for Philly. And yeah, that's, that's, during those three goals, it was. Yeah, it felt like that a lot. I was, I, I, I don't know. I know when I was watching, my friend was like, "I was like, ah, a third. She's like, yeah. uh, she was like, "Oh, this is this is no good." I'm like, "No, no, I want them to score ten now. Once once they score that many, just keep going, because uh, a loss four one doesn't do anything for you. A loss ten to one." Maybe make something happen. Maybe makes a change. Maybe involves some new players coming in. Maybe yeah. involves some players going out or something else. But like, let's just get, let's go all the way with it. That's that's my that's my approach. Yeah. Didn't and when it was a goal every seven minutes, I was like, oh, this is going to be a very long night. <laughs> yeah. It always slows down eventually. I think teams get tired of scoring. Yeah. They're like it's just too much. I, I I try to remember what year it was. I know we were playing Philly away. Yes. I was at a concert. And I was getting alerts on my phone and we were down three, nothing within the first 20, 30 minutes. I was, I, was, and I was like, alerts off. Was this the five one? And that sounds right. Uh, yeah. That, that sounds like the right score. It's towards the end of the I, season. I think, I think, I think that was 2018. I th- no, it would have been in 2018. I, that sounds right. I was back. I was living back on the East coast. I was at a concert. That sounds right. I just remember uh, after those first three goals, I was like, this is, very strange deja vu yeah <laughs> very specific deja vu if someone remembers yeah when that happens mention it in the chat it'd be nice to know what year that was from because i don't think it was was it last year i don't know it wasn't last year no i don't think so it must but have been 2018 then because really one of our eagle-eyed viewer listeners will help us out here yeah, absolutely um right so let's have a little look so we had six first team players out in that game as well so just to kind of go through the list of them, it was Hamid, Birnbaum, Brion, Canals, Flores, Ariola, who's obviously been out for the whole season so far. As I've mentioned, Moore started centre-back. Schoberg and Nyman made their debuts. What do you think of uh, Nyman on his debut? I didn't think he got enough time uh, to really, really establish himself, I think. And we'll get to that probably here in a little bit. I think he may yeah. have more of an opportunity coming here pretty soon. Yes. Um, but... Uh, we need to see more of him. I think he's so young and he plays a position that I think of like uh, uh, Conte for Chelsea. Like normally yeah. that, that position demands some size, but you can get, you can make it work by being fast and slight and knowing where the ball is supposed to go and, and, you know, playing with your head versus your body. So yeah, um, we'll, we'll see. But I thought, I mean, great to see him out there. I hope, I hope he gets a lot more time coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. I just not overwork him though because he's still only 16 we've got to remember that he's got those legs Man, remember when you were 16 if there's ever a time to run a kid around into the ground like i remember when I was a million 16. years ago when i was 16 <laughs> i could run for days and i didn't have to stretch yeah i could do it so i think i'd run him out man yeah um i thought he looked quite comfortable on the ball considering it was his first start it was it was such a good thing to see him playing and Alongside Pines, I think didn't Griffin Yao come in on this this did. game for a brief time, and he looks really. really good. He played the whole second half, I think. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yes. Yeah, he did. It looks really good. It was yeah, lively. Think, yeah, he uh, he was a player. I think I'm wearing a Griffin Yao jersey. Right oh, nice. Now. Is um, that the is that the Parley shirt? It's it fun. is. It is. This is nice. a high, highly in demand. I feel like if uh, things go wrong with my job, I'll sell this or keep it. Stay. <laughs> 
stay afloat a couple months. I'll, I'll buy um, it off you. Yeah, all right, there we go. There uh, we go. But Griffin Yao is, uh, I think he was he was the full he full he held the full brunt of these United fans like hopes and optimism for young players last year. Yeah, and I feel like once he got, I think he got a little overexposed, and he was not consistent, which is entirely reasonable for the for the age he was yeah. and the team around him. Um, I think that uh, Paredes jumped right in front of him. He is now, I think he's now a good stretch of bar in, in front of where Griffin Yao is. But the way this season is going badly, uh, Griffin Yao is going to get his opportunity to build on build on the 45 minutes, play a little bit more, see where he's at. Yeah. Uh, there's just no way we don't do that. Absolutely. So going on about the second half, obviously Yao came on. It was much better than the first half because, well, we didn't concede three goals. We only conceded the one. Gressel's goal... What did you make of that? Should have been saved. Should not have been a goal. I think yeah. that we got real lucky on that. So Ted and I were saying all week, like we just want a goal from open play from an off from an attacking player. Yeah. We got that, but we barely got that. We got like the worst version of that. Uh, Take what did you not get though. Yeah, no, for sure, for <laughs> sure. You know, I'm sure that uh, Gressel was excited about it, and you know, it's good to not be shut out four to nothing. But yeah, I think that should have been saved. Would yeah. you? What do you think? no absolutely i think it was a deflection though wasn't it yeah but yeah still it it went in in slow motion yeah right it wasn't one of those deflections where it went at a 45 degree angle from the goalie and he had no chance like he still got both hands to it so yeah it was was, glad we scored i'm 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 pleased for julian though yep because that's his first goal for the club he's already made is it just the one assist so far i don't i think that sounds right yeah, there aren't so, a lot was, of them. There was the first game of the season again, uh, corner for Canales. Um, mind you, we scored scored. eight. Is it eight goals? Yeah, eight goals this season. We should remember everything about all of them. There's so few. We should be able yeah. to have a a a photographic memory for every single one of it. Kim Kim Cobb says yeah. Russell was relieved more than excited. I think that's right. Yeah, the expression on his face said it all, didn't it? When he yeah. scored, it was, it, there was no celebration. It was just a, right. I think four, four down four one. You can't get to. You're yeah. you look like a big jerk if you celebrate like crazy. After yeah. that goal. No matter if it's your first goal or whatever, it's still you just got to be like, all right, let's score more now. Yeah, and I think Ethan also mentioned uh, at one point United had four homegrown players on with Donovan Pines being the uh, oldest man on the pitch out of those. Yeah, that's um, that's something good to shout about actually. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah, Donovan's got to be happy now to to really get uh, an extended run. He had one yeah. previous extended run. I'm remembering how it ended. He was playing again. The only time he seems to play is with a three center back system. Was it uh, Columbus or Colorado? I think Colorado. It was the game at Audi Field. He played. He he yeah. he had a real. He had an air that resulted in a goal. He was he looked really really bad, and that was about the end. We didn't see him again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm pleased for him so far. Although. He has made he has made a few mistakes that I've seen. He's covered, and other players have covered. I think that yeah. when you know, you, it's easier to forget the mistakes when you make the mistake and it doesn't result in the goal, and you can just basically be like, "Oh, he did fine. <laughs> he was he was good." Uh, he's made some some very good sort of last minute last minute defending opportunities. He's so he's done that, but he also has allowed balls to bounce that he shouldn't, or yeah. maybe didn't make doesn't make a full clearance when he needs to. So he's still a work in progress for sure, but. He's, um, that requires playing, so now he's playing. Yeah, uh, it's, and you said about the mistakes he's made, but there's been some times where he's made a challenge which 
no player in their right mind should have been able to. Right. But the, the size of him, the fact that he's got extremely long legs. He's got long everything. He's, he's head to toe, very stretchy. Yeah. And he's got pace. Yep. For a big guy, he's got some pace behind him. And that's, that's a good combination. Yeah, all he needs in his game is consistency. Center, back, center backs have to be the same guy every game. Yeah. And he's not, he does not have that yet. And I think that comes with experience in, in minutes. But all the natural gifts are there. That is why he excelled at Maryland. That is why he was drafted where he was drafted. You look at the guy and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just got just to gotta get him in. And then he'll be great. And I think we don't have – there's not anybody else behind. We talked about this on Monday. Mm. There's no prospects behind him. There's Adam Lundegaard and Loudon. But center yeah. back is a, is a pretty thin – uh, situation for the team, so it's you've got to you've got to figure this out. It's not a pretty position to play in, though, is it? No, no, no. no it's it's one of those ones that you're going to have to have a broken nose and things like that to go. You know what? I'll just stay at the back. Yeah, no more no more goals for me. Although for this team, it seems to be actually where all the goals come from. So maybe we should just yeah. think about it's it that way. Up front. But he's yeah. the thing. He's six foot five, and our new guy, Axel Schoberg, is six foot seven. Yeah, Pines looks much bigger than he does. He does. He's more built out. He's a, yeah. he's got more of a, he's got a more of a frame to him. So, and Schoberg, I'm interested to see what, what comes out of it. this. Was not a good advertisement for him no. uh, overall. First game, new formation, etc. Blah 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 blah. But uh, you know, he he was best eleven two or three years ago with Colorado, and then something happened, and he fell off a cliff, and call and, and he was traded, or I think released. Signed with Columbus, and Columbus loaned him out to San Antonio, I think. Played yeah, no yeah. games for for Columbus, and then was basically let go because him for Emma Boateng is basically just you know a roster spot for roster spot. So uh, he, clearly he has he has it in him. I don't believe there was an injury involved, just a dramatic loss of form, which is something you can theoretically get back because he's not old. He's not. He's not. It's not on recovery. Twenty eight. Yeah, that's for me. That's he's a baby. He's an infant. He's, he's got, I would say, at least seven, eight years ahead of him yet. Yep. So Until he falls off a cliff at 35 and everything ends. Just just yeah. don't ask me why I think 35 is when everything falls apart. So uh, there's no reason to know. Fred Brion is 35 and he's he is. leading scorer. Yeah. No, me and Fred, Fred and I, when, when we, we interviewed him, we, we commiserated about being 35. I was like, yeah, but you're, you're a different 35. <laughs> you're a professional athlete 35. <laughs> it's a little different. That's fine. Um, so that's just a, a little recap over those three games. One point from nine. Ouch. Mm. No wins since March the 7th. This mm. season so far, we've only had three goals from open play mm. out of eight, mm. Mm, which is not good. No, at least own goal is not our leading scorer. It's not 2013 yes. where for the season own goal is your leading scorer. So that's yeah. like, theoretically an improvement, I guess. Yeah. And then speaking of lead scorers, Brion, as we've already mentioned, is joint top scorer with Pipa Higuain. So who has appeared in four games uh, and yeah. has and has two goals. So minutes per game, minutes per goal, sorry. That's right. He's killing it. Probably top, probably leaderboard, right? Yeah, <laughs> probably leading in MLS. Yep. So can't argue with that. So our next three games. <laughs> yeah. So we, we don't need to have, we don't need to play these games. I feel like it was just, it's just going to be just end the season now. Yeah. I mean, at least these three, 
I feel like until we until we can get some more players back in, let's just be like, you know what, guys, let's let's settle this on FIFA or something. Let's figure out another way to to make these games. Settle on FIFA. Get Kevin in because he's amazing at FIFA. There you go, Ringer. Yeah. Uh, Right. So yeah, we're gonna have to talk about it. Yeah, that's right. We unfortunately have to talk about it. So right. Yeah. So the first one is tomorrow night, as it is right now. So if you're listening to this after September first. It's on September 2nd, <laughs> right. or in my time, September 3rd at midnight, because you know, UK time zone. That, that's, I'm getting used to it, the five-hour time difference, and staying up at midnight to watch these games. But yeah, You have a way worse than I do to watch games in your country. I, 7 a.m., 8 a.m. starts are ideal. When they were oh, doing that, and yeah. is back, I was like, this, I don't know, they obviously can't make this happen. You probably great for you too. Right? Oh, this that was ideal. Awful. I mean, for the nine o'clock kickoffs, they were great. Yeah. So it was, what was it? 2 p.m. over here? Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. However, everything else. Yeah, the 10 p.m. ones were no good for you. Yeah. The, well, those are a bit about that. Um, don't know whether you heard. So I actually went to sleep at about half eight that night so I could get up, have Ooh, my commitment at six hours sleep. So absolutely yeah. fine they weren't they weren't contiguous six hours you were saying you got you got them on the front end you got the six hours i got them on the front end oh there you go I got well, up at half two watched the game and then i was up for the rest of the day yeah you can go uh, back you can't you, i feel like it's very hard to make yourself go to sleep after staying up and particularly watching any of the games that dc united played in like I those mean, are fair, i could have fallen asleep during the game but <laughs> right right harder after than during yeah um so the first one against red bull tomorrow night at the Red Bull Arena in New Jersey, not New York, because you know. The 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 co home the co home stadium with New York City FC this season, their 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 facility sharing, which is it's hilarious. It's so funny. It is absolutely hilarious that neither New York team plays in New York. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's all we got in them. That is literally that all is. we can know. That's it. Yeah. So we'll so How, we'll use it. Yeah. How have you found Red Bull so far this season? Because I've found them, compared to previous years, they've been a huge disappointment. Yeah, I think that's accurate. I, I haven't gotten to watch too many of their games uh, from, but just from their position on the uh, in the standings, it's uh, you know we're we're the worst, right? I think that's that we're we're in, yeah. yeah we're the the very worst, worse than Nashville, yeah, worse than yeah, worse than the expansion team that everyone was making fun of. Um, yes. So for that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, Hey, listen, you gotta, you gotta embrace it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta live it. Um, you do. I think I, there, there's just, um, when I, when we, I don't, I, we'll talk through each of these games and the second one is the same team as the first, but I don't see a point. I don't see a point from any of these games. I see, I see three losses. Oh, I really do. Yeah. I mean, we still have, we still have, we're, we're almost in the exact same situation we were from a, from a player shortage perspective. No one is for sure coming back, I don't believe. And we'll talk about uh, the rest of the... I think we may have some defenders back in. Yes. Uh, but overall, we're still... We're, we are who we are. They are who we thought we were. And it's uh, it's not a team that scores a lot of goals. So, yeah. It's it's a difficult one to see where these next points are going to come from. Um, I'm glad they don't have Bradley Wright Phillips anymore. The same. Same. Because that, uh, that really would be just... yeah. We're losing those two games. That's, That's a guarantee. He, he'll yeah. be he'll be forty seven years old scoring goals against us. If he could, any team that plays us should just sign him on a one day contract. Yeah, I'm so glad he's now in the Western Conference. So glad yeah. he's over there now. But do you know how many uh, goals he has for LAFC this year? 
Uh, if you yeah, know, I've seen him score at least one. Um, he's got. I think he's got a couple in the um, tournament. The tournament I saw. Yep. I think he's got a couple against Galaxy. Great. They paid them yeah, I mean, quite well. He. Uh, I think maybe New York gave on him. Gave up on him too soon. Um, but good yeah. for him. I'm surprised. That is not against us anymore. I'm surprised he went to LAFC though, because they've got an abundance of attacking talent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they. I don't know if they knew that they're. Um, I'm trying to think when they signed him in the in the off season, if they well they wouldn't have known about COVID by that. So they weren't yeah. unless unless they were strangely prescient, they weren't going to know that Carlos Vela was not going to be available due to due to COVID. Um, uh, Diamande is gone, isn't he? Didn't he want to yeah. go? He did. So yeah. that's he's probably taking his. They were oh they were always assuming he would be sort of backup or filling that spot, but he's yeah. if he's scoring goals, that's great. He, he would be the leading scorer on our team. So would you take or him tied? Now? Would I take him? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I would. Even for though sure. he's a Red Bull player, for sure. That's uh, that is in this in this league with the amount of with the amount of turnover that happens. I think that that, that concept is uh, in a, in a single entity league is is doesn't carry as much weight maybe as, as it does in some other places. But I I would absolutely take a proven. I would actually, you know what? I would take him because yeah. we're taking, and as we'll talk here shortly, <laughs> we're taking just some guys. Um, yes. It would be nice if we got a forward that could create their own opportunities. Yeah. Uh, Kamara has proven to be uh, service dependent. Um, I think someone talked about that in the comments. And how do we yeah. how do we how do we get better service? Beats yes. me. I wish we knew, uh, but we know for sure that both of these forwards are not going to create. Kamara scored uh, one of his one of his few goals that he has scored for DC was off, off of a shot he created and scored on last year. But that's not that's not his typical mo. Uh, and the way this team is playing, it would be really nice rather than just having a poacher, having a player, uh, having a player that could, you know, Ooh, convert them around. Please. I see that. So you saw the comment as well. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's, is that, Kim, is that if, true? That, if that confirmed, uh, or was that after he already signed for LAFC, he was able to be like, yeah, I didn't go there. It's what I didn't want to. I didn't want to make oh. your Bull fans mad. I want to, I want to hear from him. You guys who are watching right now, or if you're listening, tweet me it. Tweet me this. Would you take BWP to DC over some potential other forwards that this team may have signed in the last few days? Yeah, <laughs> because I'm, Which I'm teasing again. I think that this I'm, is I'm the for most, it. This is the most press that this guy's going to get. This <laughs> amount of uh... oh, okay, oh, 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 well, there you go. All right. Well, good for you, I guess, Brad. I mean, that, that means we that means we had no chance. Um, Damn. Oh well. Oh uh, yeah. This I, before recently, having going into this season with two forwards and Ulysses mm. Segura as your depth uh, was criminal roster construction with open roster spots. Yeah. Criminal. Um. Calvin says, I think he's redundant with Kamara. I, I, I agree with that, but yeah. I think that even, even with that in mind, uh, they needed to have another player. They needed to have a player who had a different profile and they just decided to fill that with nobody. Yeah. Because they have two poachers that didn't have anybody else that has a different profile. So, yeah. Saga is young, but he's come from an Estonian league, which, yeah. Kamara hasn't looked great at all he spends far too much time out on the wing and then segura yeah he, he tries yes. hard he's, he's he, kind he, of he works i call hard. him connor doyle he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a defensive kind of player, player though isn't he yeah 
He's a defensive forward. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's all about the press. Someone's got to be about the press and he's about the press. I think also to, to somewhat forgive Kamara for being out on the wings, it's because he's not getting the service that he needs from the wings. So he's trying to get the ball. Wayne Rooney yeah. would do that. Wayne Rooney would go back to wing back position to go get the ball. Yeah. And because he knew that he just wasn't getting what he needed the not to compare those two players. Them. This is huh? yeah, I'm about to say, not to compare those players in any way other than that they both play forward uh, and they both at one time played for DC United. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he's frustrated. Yeah. Um, I think he's had a few chances. He said, maybe I can think of an off the top of my head, four chances that he should have buried that he did not two, yeah. uh, two at the tournament. And I think two cents. Yeah, um, one against Philly that I remember. Was yep. it Philly or was it the Revs game? Revs game. Philly, he didn't. Yeah, it was the Revs game because he, he was one on one with the keeper, wasn't he? That was Revs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Um, but yeah, Segura is our Swiss Army knife. He, he is. But awesome. I think he's a I think he's a midfield Swiss Army knife. I think he can play yeah. any of the positions in midfield. Um, I think he'd do all right at wing back. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I'm surprised we haven't seen him there yet, considering the injuries we've had and yeah. some players we played out of position. Yeah, and, but, and there we go. There's the, there's our my four two three one. There you Keep go. Wrestle up further forward. Waxiger at the back. Why not? Yeah. Well, uh, another comment uh, reminded me when I made disappointed for the U.S. men's national team after riding the bench overseas. Needs a game experience to be successful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think that's I think that's true. Yeah, you definitely do need game experience. I need. That's one thing. I, Hamid is so unfortunate about is his call-ups to the men's team. I think he should have had so many more. But I don't think well, his, comment, sure. his comment last year about him and Brad Guzan did not do him any favors. And the, honestly, though, the, I think the story was already written by that point. He just he just closed the book on it. I think yeah. they're, they're, he, they, it had been decided over multiple coaches that he was a player that they didn't want it, they didn't want for reasons both imagined and real, um, whether it be distribution, whether it be being, he was very, he was mistake prone early on in his career. He's always been a great shot stopper. That part yes. has not changed oh. at all. Yeah. But I believe his, I believe his distribution has gotten better. And I don't believe that Sean Johnson was any better at distributing the ball. Uh, I think that unfortunately now for him, it was over anyway, right? I, but yeah. I think that yeah. now there are, there are young goalies who are always going to, Zach Steffen Ethan playing Bath. Yeah, the one I, I quite like. Yeah, th those players were always going to get a look playing in either the Bundesliga or now it looks like potentially being the backup at Man City, um, which I don't like for him. I'd rather have him play more than the Calling Cup and, and and maybe some occasional FA Cup games. Yeah, um, but it, it is unfair. Uh, but it is also, I think he's accepted the reality. I think he knows now through two coaches that it wasn't going to be. And I'm glad he spoke his piece on it. At least he got, yeah. at least he got to, you know, he said he was better than they are. And I agree with him. And I think anybody yeah. that's watched him extend from an extended period says, do you want Bill Hamid or do you want Brad Guzan? You're going to say Bill Hamid 99 out of a hundred yes. times, maybe a hundred. I mean, I've had first time watching Brad Guzan play for Middlesbrough. It that, was not he, that was not a good stint for him. No. I, believe. I mean, to be fair, it's never been a good stint for him in the Premier League. <laughs> no. Getting relegated with Aston Villa. And we signed him and got relegated with Middlesbrough. Yeah, he did. He did not follow the great American tradition of goalies. Uh, in, in no, the, not the, the likes of Casey Keller, Brad Friedel, Tim Howard when he was Tim Howard. Yeah, just to, yeah. Name, just to name a few, just to yep. name a few. 
So, the other games that we've got coming up. <laughs> NYCFC, that's this weekend, this Saturday, if I remember rightly, that's at Audi Field. That's, let's just have a quick look at the standings. Uh, NYCFC have moved up to ninth in the uh, Eastern Conference. And, yeah, they've they've got three wins under their belt now. They started pretty badly. Uh, they didn't do great in the tournament. They got, I think, they got very lucky with qualifying out of group stages. But again, we've so far. We don't score the goals, right? We don't score the goals. They've scored. Uh, they've scored six goals so far this season. So they've scored less than us. Oh, that's not. We have scored eight. Is that what you said? We scored eight in the same amount of games. Hmm. Well, they must be more defensively stingy then. And they're, uh, I think our four, one may have, may have skewed our, yeah. our goal diff. <laughs> yeah. So if we, if we call it a one nil or one, one, uh, sorry, two, one, it wouldn't, uh, so we've got, well, let's leave it as this. We've conceded 13 goals so far this season. They've conceded eight. So don't expect a lot of goals in this game. No, I'm, I'm expecting that to be a nil, nil draw. I think. Oh, that'd be great. I'd be happy with the point. Yeah. And a clean sheet. Let's take two points from uh from six games. Let's yeah. do it. It's better than none. Yeah, no, for sure it is. It is exactly a hundred percent better than one. <laughs> Gotta look at the optimistic side of things, you know. Uh-huh. And then our last game, which is it next Tuesday or next Wednesday? I think Wednesday, but I'm not sure. Uh uh let's just have it's a quick soon. Game. It's next week. Yeah, sometime next week, uh, we're then back at Audi Field again for Red Bulls again. At home, I'd like to because there's, there's no, no fans, advantage with no sound, right? Like yeah. it's oh, no, there were, could be anywhere. They were pumping sound into the stadium. They were, they were, but it doesn't. I I don't think it's intimidating. I don't no. think. I think the, the if it sounds coming from a speaker, you're not gonna be like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but, don't, but don't forget, we've got the fan cutouts. That's true. It's true. I'm hoping that FIFA Cat appears. I'm hoping that Pablo pays the 50 bucks for FIFA Cat. How, how I was thinking you about doing it. Paid for a cutout. I was going to, no, I've not yet. I was no. thinking about would they let us do just a large RFK Refugees logo as the cutout. And I don't know that I can. I just don't know do that's on, worth $50. Just do it on your own body. Yeah, that's true. They can't tell me I can't do that. <laughs> uh, Kim's just uh, said there's sound. It's weird. Yeah, disembodied hearing. If you're listening to the show after, sound in in the thingy. He didn't do air quotes. Don't make sound. Air quotes. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) Um, How weird is it, Ken? Because that be does it feel quite like a normal atmosphere, or is it just plain straight weird? That'd be interesting to know. Um, Yeah, I'd be interested to see a RFK refugees. uh, logo in the crowd I think yeah, i'm trying to think from a from a cost perspective at 50 dollars, they would have to it would have to be on camera frequently so yes. it would just be behind whatever goal we're defending that's where it should be because then it'll get the most airtime absolutely i think um whatever angle they not- show whenever they show other teams celebrating whatever angle that is like when they score maybe in the corner maybe that would be where it should be yeah uh, kim just says oh heck no fair enough it's just plain weird though all right yeah I know um, Jim from uh, who does the DC United with Pride account. He bought me a fan cutout, which is quite nice. That's cool. So fingers crossed 
if you're watching the game this weekend, see if you can spot me. Take a little screen grab or a photo of it. Send it in. It'd be cool to see if I miss it. Because I probably will. Because I'll probably be looking at my cam, looking at my laptop, probably depressed. <laughs> you know. Optimism. Yeah, optimism, sorry. Yes, optimism. optimism. We're gonna Word win. of the day. Right. We're going to win. Nine points. Nine points for the next three games. Imagine that, though. I was just about to say, what would your headspace be like? I keep it's 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 obviously a thought experiment, right? Like I feel yeah. like we're all in the same dark and and dangerous place. Yeah. But say this team managed, it can flip in a minute, right? Like it's MLS. Anything is yeah. possible. Don't bet on MLS because anything's possible. But uh, three wins are possible. These teams are, are these teams are not very they're not world beaters. It's it's something no. that can happen. What would you what would where what would your level of confidence be? Would you have forgotten all of the lessons you've learned watching this team the rest of the season about what their shortcomings are? And would you still sort of feel how you feel? Or do you think you'd be like, you know what, guys, maybe we can get into the playoffs and do something. It's possible. So, so for me, if we do pull this three wins from three, my head because I'm usually optimistic. My headspace, we're right, we're making the playoffs now. That's it. <laughs> we're, we're we're on this road, we're gonna see it through. But I should listen to what we just said there, and my headspace should be, yeah, this is temporary. This is I'd be selling high. This is a blip. (laughs) This is a temporary blip. We're going back to where we were. But I'm not that kind of guy. I always look at the bright side of things. I always look at the optimistic side. I think we, my headspace would be. We're going to good. the playoffs. That's good. I, that has been me. And I think doing this show now coming up on almost, I don't know how many years. It's been over two. I don't know if it's been, I don't you know st- if we've approached three yet. I saw that you started your show. In, well, your Twitter account's launched on 2018, February. All right. So there, there it's that. It hasn't, it feels longer. I was a lot more optimistic coming in. Uh, it's I have lived, I was a season ticket holder for 20 10 and 2013, both historical worst seasons of MLS history. I was there for both of them in person. So I've said it on Twitter. Like I've seen enough. I've seen enough DC United badness to just never let one game bother me. Cause I'm already dead inside as far as them being bad goes. But yeah. like the optimism also has waned for me now. Yeah. In 2018. Yeah. It was, I was, it was, I was very optimistic. I was, I was absolutely thinking we were going to beat Columbus and just go. Yeah. Cause I thought that th- this was the team to do it. And it, and it was at the, they were operating at their peak offensive so efficiency. Close. It was so close. It was a, oh. it was a penalty away. Uh, it was a Wayne Rooney skied penalty and a D- Nick DeLeon skied penalty away. And a Lucho uh, Acosta saved penalty. Yeah. It wasn't good. I was in the corner right at, and again, I told you that I'm good at this. I call, my wife would be the only one to verify this. I called out every single one of those misses. I was like, I know it, and it oh. happened. I get no, I get no. There's no benefit in being right there. It was no. just so loud. Oh, was the atmosphere was fantastic. It was wonderful, and it hasn't been anything like that since. Unfortunately, clearly, yeah. that's uh, that's disappoints me quite a bit because we've had that atmosphere. We know the club, and the fans can do it. Just do it every single game. Well, you got to give them, you got to give them a reason. I, uh, oh, there yeah. were, there, my favorite thing about that game is there was somebody who posted a video from their apartment, like two blocks away. And they, when, when a goal was, when Nick DeLeon scored his goal, she just was recording sound and like things were falling off her wall. Like it was so loud and shaking. I was like, well, that's very cool. It was awesome. Yeah. 
but they got it. I mean, they have to, you have to give fans a reason this, uh, this fan base given a winner comes out and they're enthusiastic. Yeah. Um, And I think Wayne Rooney was a, was a, was a surprise windfall for this team. They was found money. I don't know how it happened or why, why it happened, but it did. Uh, And that was the, that was the magic sauce that, that made, made all that. Um, But then 2019 was something else altogether, unfortunately. Yes. Right. Some little key points going over to the next few games. Flores out for four to six weeks uh, because he suffered multiple fractures to his face. That was a horrible injury when I saw that one back. Uh, Fisher and Odoyata are back in training. So we've got defense back. That's, now we have options. We've got fullbacks. You can do two different formations now, at least. Yeah. We've chose, we know that's the case. Yeah. Um, something I've written down on my show notes here is um, depth is a massive concern. Um, and I did before. Obviously, news came out this week. More forward players are required. And news came out. Ask, asking you shall receive. Yeah. Galman Rivas, or however you want to pronounce Or Gelman, it. if you want to say German. it wrong. If you want to RFK refugees style. German. Yeah. Or as I, when I first saw it, I thought it was German Rivas. I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, signed, free. Free signing from the Turkish that is the biggest. That was the biggest thing right there. That's why he's on this team right now. Uh, free. Free. Forward. Yes. Because uh, to be fair, I don't see many transfers happening with with cash. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I didn't catch the name. Minnesota United just signed uh, a number ten from Boca Juniors today. I think that's an initial loan. Okay, fine. We'll Which, take loans. Let's yeah, do that. I'll happily take a loan. Right. We yeah, Leo Haro yeah. was on a loan. I'll take. I'll, yes. well, that was that was our that was our methodology in, yeah. in eighteen and nineteen because we didn't want to pay up upfront costs. But why can't we do that right now? It's certainly within. I, I think there's. Anyway, but yeah. let's talk about let's talk about our uh, all the oh, information yeah. we have about Mr. Yes. Mr. Uh, our news our news striker Galman Rivas um, scored one goal in seven appearances in Turkey. Try to say that team's name. Uh, no, no, that's right. <laughs> you know why you don't have to? Because it's the last place team in Turkey. So oh. I think there's some Z's. It's not. Ooh. It's not happening. Right. I am just gonna quickly bring him up on. Oh, oh! I just done the horrible thing and used Bing. Oh, I think your computer is going to die now. Yeah, he's played for a lot of teams. He played in he Saudi has. Arabia. He played in the UAE. Uh, he has gotten, I believe, three caps for the Venezuelan national team. The last yep. of which, I believe, is in 2014 or 17. Uh, according to Wiki, is what I'm using as my source right now. Oh, that's what we always use. Oh yeah, Wiki. Uh, that or transfer says, market. Those are the only other options. Uh, 2015. 15. Yeah. So he, he is a he is a national team player in like the largest air quotes possible. Yeah. Uh, think of think of players who played for the US national team in 2015 and not since and then called them and, and imagine calling them US national team players. Yeah. So I can think so, of I can think of a couple. So let's put it this way. He has scored a grand total. I mean, to be fair, he's played for four different teams in 2019-2020 so far. And he's traveled. Yeah, he's well traveled. Scored seven times. Yeah, I mean the the, the question always well well no, Eric no. Sorga scored quite a few goals in Estonia and it he appears did, yes. to not be translating. So there's a there's a conversion there's a conversion rate issue yes. with some of these goals. Yes. I mean but either way, we needed a body. 
He is a body. Yeah. He's a six foot striker. He's 31 years of age. And from the photos that I've seen of him, because I've not watched any highlights very skinny. of him playing. He is, he's, got, he's a very skinny man. Yeah. He's got plenty of tattoos. Got plenty of tattoos. That seems that's like the standard equipment, I feel like, for most soccer players at this point. Yep. So it's, it's going to be We're not going to pretend. Time. We're not going to pretend that we've done any sort of deep dive analysis on this player. No. It's not, not been done. I mean, to be fair, I think it was only yesterday we announced the signing, so it's not really True. that much time. So. Ryan Kiefer, I believe, has a write-up from December with sizzle reels. So go check out Black and Red United uh, from December. Yes, uh, yes, I did remember seeing something about that, actually. He's so. got that. There's also He also said that there's a – this is Ryan Kiefer I'm speaking of uh, – talked about uh, a defender from Blackburn whose name escapes me is also the rumor mills going on that. So you will assume also also a free uh, if that is if it does happen. Okay. Because – Steve Goff today has a quote from an unnamed source. Uh, the question was, are we signing more players? And uh, yes, the answer yes. was no, uh, we'd like to, but no, DC United is only interested in cutting costs this year. So yes. That's something we all knew in our hearts, uh, but now has been said by an unnamed source to the Washington Post. Yeah, that's something that is kind of to be expected this year with everything that's happening. But, you know, yeah, you know, I, we talked about this a little bit and there are other teams that are making it work. We're not Atlanta, so we don't have the blanks. Uh, but also there are teams that are, do not have a large amount, uh, do not have like top half of 1% rich owners, like just have guys that have lots of money yeah. uh, and they're making moves to, to improve their team. Clearly this team is extremely stretched on a capital front. They're laying off half of the, half of the front office. Yeah. Um, or more at this point, I'm not even sure. The clearly there's there's financial there's more financial stress on this team than there are on other MLS teams. Yeah. But until they say it, until until they can sort of make that clear, we're all just sort of left to be like, this team needs more ambition, and I don't see it because they can't because it's very hard for the team, the owner to, to come out and be like, yeah, we're not spending any money for like two years probably. So, but, yeah. but please come when, when you can, please buy tickets next year. Is the fact that they own Swansea city, anything to do with it? You know, I don't, I don't think so. Jason Levian is not a high, a high net worth individual mm. uh, overall. Steve Kaplan has more money, uh, but Jason Levian has always been in every sort of ownership group that he's been a part of. He has been the active guy of a consortium of guys who have real money and he's got me, you know, he's got, he's got a few money already, but he, he is not, he is not like transcendentally wealthy uh, compared to other owners. So I, I feel like the problem is that there are not, and I think they're trying to keep the ownership group lean to maintain equity shares in the team. So that if they were to sell at yeah. some point, which I think still is the plan, uh, they've got to they've got to turn around a larger profit. They've got to they've got to and there's still a whole bunch of ancillary development around the stadium to build. So there's you know, it's a challenge to see this changing, to see this turn team turn around all of a sudden and start, you know, making making multiple Edison Flores moves per year. Uh, that's just not yeah. the way this team is set up from an ownership perspective. Yeah, it's I can't for me now. Now that I know, obviously, about Jason Levine owning Swansea and everything, I kind of want Swansea City to do well and get it back into the Premier League. So they get that Premier League money so we can use it for ourselves. <laughs> Don't let any of the Swansea fans hear that on Twitter. They will 
It will melt your. It will melt your podcast. Oh, I've already had some abuse I from bet. Swansea City fans over the years. It, I bet it, they're very aggravated about they this. Are angry people, but then I know a couple of Welsh people, and I, if you're watching or listening, I apologise. But you're angry people. <laughs> I, I don't actually. I don't make any apologies about that. You're you're very angry people. You, you're passionate, is what I should say. Would that that's probably a better word? Passionate. Sure, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, we'll go. I, you live closer to them, so you've got to you've got to be you've got to be a bit yeah. more careful than I do. I mean, to be fair, I'm actually only about an hour away from Wales. Yeah, so in fact, definitely find the passionate. I think that's yes, the way to go. Passionate, definitely. Um, I don't know whether you've seen it. Um, there was Felipe over on Instagram and his Instagram stories. A lot of posts about him getting well soon and recovering. Yeah, so I shared Kevin Paredes's uh, story. That's the that was that was the first one to mention it. That was the Kevin. Um, no word yet. He wasn't on the injury report from Steve Goff nope. today. I feel like the day before a game is probably a light walkthrough, if anything. Um, so it, it's yeah. interesting to me that an injury is uncovered now that wasn't disclosed in the injury report. Yeah, it'd be weird if he got injured today if it was not something that from before. But I feel like. Nine times out of ten, when you see a player say something like that, it's it's always a long term injury. It's never like a hamstring. No, yeah. so it's always no. like ACL or something bad. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting on to you anything about it. I've actually messaged Felipe over on Instagram, just asking if everything's all right. Primary research, I like it. Go right yeah. to the source. Why wait? Oh, absolutely. I mean, after he came on my show the show, last week, go for it. Um, not last week, the week before, he was great. And yeah, he is uh, awesome. Yeah. I st- I get why people were a little bit. It's a family friendly show. This one a bit annoyed that when he signed. Have I sworn? By the way, has that? No, have I, I, I think your strongest word was jerk. Okay, good. And, and <laughs> then, then we're doing good. I didn't get the PG warning, so that's good. I'm glad. That's fine. I mean, what a two slip in there. It right. goes underneath the Apple Podcasts scans and things. It's fine. Sorry to interrupt. Um, and after what he did, I mean that's. Uh, the injury that he caused but since he's joined the club he has been phenomenal i rarely see anyone saying anything about bad about that guy yeah it's all about i i think that he has figured out the magic sauce about endearing yourself to a team yeah. and it doesn't matter if the other team fans don't like you because you don't play for them you're not exactly. getting paid by their by their by their team so it does not matter he is the quintessential guy you want on your team and the guy you hate that's okay that's fine we haven't had one of those for a while and i think our team has suffered for it i think that there's a value in having a, a player that can get under the skin of a, of the opponent quincy Ameriqua on uh, on on zlatan comes to mind yes that was um, such a great moment. Yeah, so like you need that sometimes, and he he gets what he gets what it means to the fans. He gets that it's different than other sports. He gets that it is a, it is more of a family slash community than just a thing we all watch. Yeah. Um, and he and he and he gives all of it. So he is, but also from a playing perspective, he has, in my mind, I think I think uh, Moreno has regressed. I think Canals over the, over the course of his time here. I think that Canals be, being shuttled between right back and defensive midfield has hurt him, and now he's out. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Felipe has been of the three. That was the concern: is how are you going to get minutes for all these guys? It always works out. So whenever next preseason we have that question about any position, don't ha- just erase it because it's 
works out somehow or another. But he's been he's been the strongest player in that position. And to lose him, if we have lost him, unless Kevin Paredes is playing some sort of uh, September 1st joke on all of us here, <laughs> he's actually fine. Uh, I think we'll miss him. But it will open the door for Moses Nyman, most likely, or really honestly, probably uh, the player we have on loan from uh, Valoranga. Abu? Yes. What's his last name? Uh, Mohamed Abu. Yeah. Now, yeah, I will yeah. bet you. I will bet you. That's where it goes, and yeah. then Nyman gets more opportunities to come off the bench. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I don't see Nyman starting a game. I think he'll come on with like thirty minutes left or something like that. Although it's weird if you think about subbing on a seventeen-year-old defensive midfielder to salt the game away. Like that's not yeah. like that feel. That feels like an like a like a dangerous move for a for a young player, but. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a three goal advantage on one of these games. It's real comfortable. Like, and then we can just let, you know, ease him in. Kamara's backed his hat trick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) After 30 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, 21 minutes. Come on. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But, uh, I even lost my little train of thought there. Uh, Abu. It was Nyman. 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 Yeah. It'd be nice to see him getting a bit more minutes. I don't think he should start just down to his age. I mean, granted, Paredes has had to start. But I think that's just down to the lack of... Yeah, need. That's a need. It's right. a need rather than a want. And then the position that Nyman plays, we've got plenty of cover there. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy if he just keeps coming in off the bench. And getting more than five, five, ten minutes. I feel like getting getting a 30-minute stint would be good. Build up Absolutely. on that. Um, I'm going to move on to another thing that uh, Goff had said earlier on. Uh Potential of the Gonzalo Higuain coming to DC United. He said, one one source, long shot. And another one said, not this year. There's yeah. a lot of talk of him going to Inter-Miami at the moment. Which is disappointing because I reckon his brother should be constantly on the phone telling him to come here. Yeah, I... I, I I am I don't care about Gonzalo Higuain really. I think I had the misfortune of watching him play for Chelsea for a season. Oh yeah, so I'm, a bit, I'm a bit jaded on his on his ability still at this point. Um, would he start for us? Yeah, clearly he would start for yeah. us. Would he score more goals than? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, would it, would 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 we potentially get better value from his wages from other players? I think so. And will Gonzalo Higuain sell any tickets at this stage in his career? Probably not. No. Very little. I don't think so. Maybe some, maybe some, you know, maybe. I just don't think so. I think, I think that, you know, when you compare him, obviously, when you compare him to a Wayne Rooney, it's not even in the same universe. Yeah. Um, But if you're going to make a move for an older player uh, that's going to cost you a lot of money, he either has to really light it up and and be for for sure going to be able to, to separate himself on the field, which he probably will, but I wouldn't bet a lot of money on it, or he should be able to sell, tickets and i don't yeah i don't think this will do you want him um i think he's a very good player and i think he would do incredibly well in this league because he's not i don't say the fact that he's not the quickest player but i think he's got the skill set to really dominate and he can score a goal from anywhere he's done great in italy i i I think he's still got great form in him and i think he's still got a couple of years and I'd be happy to have him. But then yeah. looking from my side of the pond, he's a much bigger name over here. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the case. Yeah. Um I, I I for Chelsea he was he was out of shape and maybe like I he was a yeah. he was a fox in the box basically for that team yeah. when they needed something else. Um so I don't know. We'll, we'll I'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> if that's who's on offer, if that's who wants to come here, okay. 
Yeah, it sure. adds that depth that we sorely need. Yep. The problem, though, I just—it's it, frustrating though. Like a player that a player like that that comes in for a team that is so resource constrained will seriously affect the team's ability to get better elsewhere and build depth. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I think this team is very far away from MLS Cup contention, which is where you want to be. I think that's what we need to be shooting for. Yep. So a player that I think obstructs your path to that, to that where, where you need to be, you know, I could take a leave. I think, yeah. it, I think it's a longer term project. I get that. I totally yeah. get that. Um, another thing that he said about potential Bill Hamid transfer. I know it was commented in the chat as well. Uh, scary time again. Yeah. That, so that, I think, I think that that there was some extrapolation there. So he he did not he did not travel uh, for the game uh, against Philly. Yep. So we assumed I think I think I, I'll, I'll, I'll you know I assumed it was related to the events of the previous week yep. and the boycott at, and the NBA or the or should I say the the, the strike in the NBA. Um, uh, I, we thought it was related to that. We heard during the game not the case. We yep. heard today that he was late to numerous trainings last week. Um, you can't blame traffic right now because ain't nobody on the road. So that that ain't it, Bill. I think I, I think Bill actually lives pretty close to the stadium and he also does, and, apparently and, so, yeah, and pretty close to the training facilities across the river. So, mm. uh, and, and then I I try to remember who it was. I think it might have been Ben Bromley from uh, from uh, Red, uh, why can't Red and Black United? Is that right? Black, Black and Red United. United. Sorry. <laughs> um, he said, uh, "I who who was who's the person that made that mistake last time." Was it somebody on Flow Sports? Flow Sports did oh. a red, red and black, and then everyone. So you guys know. Yes. You guys know. I know. I just had a slip. My brain wasn't working. <laughs> anyway, he was saying the last time a player wasn't with the team for personal reasons uh, was Wayne Rooney when he went back to Derby City, Derby County. Yeah. So, is it possible that he's on the way out? Sure. Could you blame him if he was looking at this team? Looking at this country, yeah, well, <laughs> looking at yeah. the way that these games have to happen right now. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I would, you know, somebody else said it. I don't know if it was on here or on Twitter. Like, you know, God bless him. If he if there's an opportunity to go play in Europe and be, get a showcase of a team with aspiration and 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 and, and hopes for for moving forward, yeah, Michelin didn't work out, but maybe somewhere else will. Will that destroy this team even more? Absolutely, it will. Yeah, because this team has proven over the last four years now goalkeeping without bill hamid and this team is a bad combination yes. even steve clark who has flourished in portland couldn't do it and anybody else who stepped in has not been able to be as good as bill so it'll hurt the team but i think maybe it could be a good move for him if this actually is the case and we're not just wildly speculating yeah and if we're gonna wildly speculate bill come to the borough sure why not let's do it I'd love that would, that would best be case for you that would be unbelievable i then actually travel back to the borough and watch some games again. There you go. That would that would you, that would take me back. You and Bill hang out at Nando's. I think oh, that's a cheeky that's Nando's. A cheeky Nando's. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. I'm sure that's where, that's where you that's where you hang out. So yeah, absolutely. All right. So going ahead, I'm looking long term now. The likes of Paredes, Nyman, Yao, Sogar, and Pines. Are they the future? For the club, Eric Sorga is not the future for the club. I think I, I think I can confidently say that. <laughs> I think I can. Um, no, not not even his fashion sense. 
that exclusively i think you always need a little like eastern european central european like euro trash vibe like italian italio disco like i think you need some of that in mls we don't have it so maybe from that perspective uh there's there there have been players in the past style icons of bc united uh that were able to do that but uh yeah do i think that they are the future or do i think that they're the now i think that they're i think they're you know cop-out answer but both Uh, i think on a team that the team that's built the way this one is built with the horizon that this team has, which is low. Uh, it's time, it's time to see where, where they're at. I don't think you'll, I don't think you'll hurt them by exposing them at this point. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're young, but I think they're good enough to not completely have their confidence blown by playing an MLS and doing poorly. I think they're, I think they're different there. I think they're old enough for that. So I think, yeah, we're going to see a lot of them the way this team is shaped up. And the way, you know, being told that this team isn't looking to spend money uh, with all the injuries, there's no choice but to see them. So it's it's a it's a net renowns to the positive for the future of this team for them to play in 2020. Yeah. Much as they're playing. What yeah. do you think? Uh, I, I'm on the same boat as you both. I think the fact that they're getting game time now, that's the situation that we're in. And the fact that we've got these games coming up, I think that we're going to get game time anyway but the fact that we've got so many injuries now we are going to see the likes of Paredes continuing to start I think he'll get another start uh, tomorrow night I think Yao might even be in the running to get get some game time I think we need to drop Segura because as this much of a Swiss Army knife as he is he's not he's not there at the top he's not the kind of player i think yeah would be better played up top than out on the wing in this situation um or even Sorga, uh because when he came on he did look decent he's getting in the right positions it's just right, well, you're, it, you're more bullish on Sorga than i am that's fine that's yeah. not that would be the first time uh <laughs> again but- Always on the optimistic side of things. Yeah, no, you got to be. You got to be, man. Yeah. If you were not, there's no way that you could follow this team from the distance that you're. If you were, <laughs> if you were like a beat down, pessimistic guy, there's no way you're getting up and as late as you are to nah. watch this team. It's not possible. Nah. Unless nah. you were getting like secretly paid, there's no way. That, there's no way that you would do that. So, <laughs> I think I think your optimism suits you for this. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Saga. Once he gets his first goal, I think we'll actually see a lot more coming from him because he looks like the kind of guy just from seeing on his Instagram and in, in Twitter, he's a confident bloke. There's no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that sure. fashion sense, you've got to have some confidence to even <laughs> yep. go out and wear that kind of stuff. Once he gets that first goal on the pitch, I think then we'll see that same confidence off the pitch on the pitch. And I think that will do him the world of good and we'll, he could easily be a double-digit goal scorer. Whoa, whoa. I know, I know. Bold claim Man, right there. That's like Ted Ted was saying, Ola Kamar was going to score 18 goals this year. So I, I'm... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I'm, I'm not that I'm, optimistic. Well, I'm surrounded by offense, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, I, I think that I think that he scores worldies and, and, and whenever they show clips from training, he's, yeah. he's, he's putting them in there. But I think... I don't know. I don't know. He's obviously going to get. He's, I, I think that they'll probably give him a full, a full, se- a full normal season. Yeah. So his probably his contract is probably at least two years. So um, we'll see. What, well, I think I think we'll, we should get a look at him this year because why not? Yeah. <laughs> this is why wouldn't you give him a run? But I think that exactly. uh, potentially, 
he might be dependent on having a team around him that's a little, functioning a little bit better than this one is right now. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd I love to ask him. Have you oh, had Eric yeah. Sorg on your show? I need to. I need to work that one it's out. It's a race. Let's see. Sam, <laughs> Sam and Zach, when you watch this back, flip a coin, see which one. Yeah. <laughs> or let's have them both on both. We could do this. We could do this and have a, exactly. a, a three. Yes, I think it's that sounds good. Oh, I want to ask him about his fashion sense because yes. it's been a few times on this show from other players have said he's got the worst fashion sense. The pictures seem to say that he has a lot of belief in whatever he's wearing. Yes. And and if we do this, I will pretend that I was never negative on him. And I will assume he will <laughs> never listen to any of my shows. So that's how it goes. Eric, I've always been your biggest booster. Uh, I've always said double digit goals. And it's really just in your opportunity. So thanks for being on the show. That's what I would love to know crazy. if any of the players actually listen back to these. Shows. Oh, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, oh. they do. Okay. I, it's, I, it is. There's a. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get a little inside baseball here for the listeners here, but the, 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 the size of MLS and USL and sort of the lack of media exposure leads these players and their parents to listen, (laughs) to listen to the podcast, to read the blogs, they'll comment, they'll become Patreon subscribers. It is, it is, yeah, it is unlike any, there's no other sports where fan podcasts are being listened to, uh, by like, you know. Bryce Harper wasn't listening to the Nats podcast. Like he does not have the time for that, but I will bet you that Bill Hamid, Bill Hamid has been on my, our show and he's been on other shows, but yeah. I bet you in a, in a quiet moment, he checks out his, his, his podcast subs and is like, you know what, yeah. what do they think about this game? Cause that man, that man is a Twitter, is a Twitter name searcher. So if he does that, you know, he's probably listening to the podcasts. I mean, I, I'm so jealous you've got Bill on because I've said it before on my show. Bill is my all-time favorite DC United player. And as a goalkeeper myself, I would love to have him on. Yeah, and it's it's crazy too because he's he's grown up here. So yeah. I, I told him that I used to I used to write about DC United and I had gotten I had at the time had a I don't know we I never figured out who it was. An anonymous source inside the team would send me heads up on stuff. And I beat I, my one journalistic claim to fame, and it's not really journalism because I had a source who told me, but I beat Steve Goff to Bill Hamid's initial signing. So I got that out. So that link was first. Oh, wow. did, he, did he give me credit? Of course he didn't. That is, <laughs> that is, that has been a thing for him for a long time. That's fine. I don't care. It's fine. Okay, okay. But he has grown up and matured so much. Listen to him speak now versus yeah. listening to him speak as an 18 year old, which is obvious, but like, it's, it's, it's interesting to get to see someone, grow in that way and sort of evolve yeah. and care about different things. It's, it's, it's neat. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he's, he was, a, he was a great interview. We're, we're looking to have him on. We only had him on for a short time. I think it was a uh, before training or something for a game. So it was like a real quick thing, but we'd, we'd love to have him on for a longer period and really get into the history here. Um, uh, that he's, he's the longest serving. He, 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 I think he and Burnbaum are the longest uh, tenure players, but I think it yeah. means actually over him. So yeah fingers crossed let's they listen do yeah. an ig live another hint for you do an ig yeah. live and I, I did one with i've done uh, several now with ryan martin yes every time half of his team is watching the video because they want to see they want to see if he's saying something about him <laughs> every time i was talking about ted cudi Pietro, and as i said his name it popped up and he did the wave on it i was like all right so this oh, is no. you got you're playing with live fire when you're when you're when you're a podcast for a not a niche sport, but like a a a more locally followed team. Yep, they're they're listening. 
So that, that's the next thing. If you're a player and you're watching this now, that's right. That's right. Comments. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I think so. We're going to both agree that the youth is for the now and for the future. Yeah, God, that sounds very political. Well, you know, for the well, now right, and fine. for the future. Oh, it's. I think. Uh, well, if we have to choose, let's go with future then, because the now is there's no there's no output coming in the now. Yeah, but if, if we're gonna find if we're gonna be a if we're gonna be a team that matters in MLS 3.0, at least one of these players has to be a dependable week in and week out starter yeah. because there's there's this is the cupboard. The cupboard is here. Those four players, and if none of them work out, you got to wait another three or four years for the next Loud United crop to to go to this level. So yeah, but fingers crossed. Going forwards, even further into the future than that, the fact that we've got Loud and United, I think we'll, we won't have to keep waiting three or four years for the next crop. I think we'll start slowly getting a de- consistent intake of players. Yeah, I think it's a challenge for them, right? Like, I think that there's, you know, Ryan has said, Coach Martin has said, like, the it's a, it's a real, it's a two-track system of having to develop talent and trying to win. And they're not going to be a team that's going to have the money to compete with the Pittsburghs, the Hartfords, the teams that are spending actual money for actual players. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I feel like it's harder for those for for a, a player to differentiate themselves at the USL level enough to get a look in to DC United. LSMO is having a great season thus far for a team that Loudon is not winning games right now, yeah. but Elvis has done well. He scored goals. Is he a player? that could potentially at least be a body so that we're not short 17 and we're, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not dressing all of the players we can dress. <laughs> that would be great. I think yeah, though yeah. this year, the challenge is I think that they're trying to keep the rosters separate as much as possible for, for COVID reasons. So I think yeah. there's, I think you may be in a different year where you're able to move more freely up and down. Um, you, you would see that, but I, I, I think that they're, I'm, I'm optimistic only in terms of, you know, I, I think coach Martin is a good coach. I think he does a good job at connecting with young players. Um, I think that they need to spend a little bit more money though. I think providing talent around the young players to facilitate um, they're, they're taking a lot of, they've, they've, they've moved into, there's a, there's a, uh, I'm Mustafa, I believe from the Gabon national team, um, there's lots of there's lots of players they're reaching the world reach is like very wide um, but I feel like there's also value into paying for your Kyle Murphy's paying for your USL veterans your Dane Kelly's that you know that if you're talking about how do we build a midfielder uh, that has that can give service to a great forward for our, for DC United is you you need some part of that down there so um, I think it'll it'll take a while before they're really able to be a conveyor belt of talent I think is the way i feel about it fair i think we'll wrap it up because we've we're coming up to the 90 minute mark jeez really yeah oh i'm sorry okay don't don't apologize that's the kind of length i like in a a podcast we're just about to start making our shows a lot shorter (laughs) (laughs) you're an rfk refugees listener get ready for a a substantially shorter show until this team gets good oh it's this is what i love about having guests on each week is the fact that you can, we can just chat and it just goes on and on. And you don't, next thing you know, you're an hour and a half in and you're thinking, Oh wow. wow and wow. and your wife is upstairs thinking, are you going to come up for dinner at any time? What's happening? Like how uh, long my, my wife's thinking, 
are you going to come upstairs and go to bed at any right, point? Right, right, exactly. Because it's right. right now half past 10 in the evening. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is what happens over here in the UK. We're doing a DC United podcast. Um, <laughs> let's, ra- let's wrap things up. So, John, where can people follow? Obviously, the RFK Refugees. Where yeah. can they subscribe and all that jazz? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, if you're still listening at the end of this 90-minute marathon, thank you. Uh, is the the I always think about that. You always do the plugs at the end, like yes. You should anyway, about the beginner, shouldn't we? Really? You should. Everyone should. I think that's a change we need to make. Yeah. Um. Yep. We're uh, we're at RFK Refugees on Twitter, on uh, Instagram. Uh, we broadcast every week Monday night at eight thirty, I think, uh, on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, uh, everything. I think all the things, anything that could be sp- sp- where that we're on that. Uh, on Wednesday nights, usually we do an Instagram show. We're not going to do, or we usually do a player interview on Wednesday night. Uh, we're going to do a halftime show instead, uh, with, uh, I think probably I won't say who it is yet. And just in case we don't do it, I don't want to blow her up. Um, <laughs> but make sure you're following us on Instagram. Uh, and that's probably it. Yeah. We're everywhere. Just look for RFK refugees. We're on every thing that you could possibly search us on. Nice. And before I do my little, uh, plugs, I've got to plug in a, another podcast, which is the MLS UK show, who are the show sponsors. Thank you for paying for some of the stuff that I use. It's always nice. Um, you can find them at MLS UK show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, they've just recently launched a new clothing line called wow. the Get In, which is, if you ever listen to the show, one of the presenters, Elliot, says Get In a lot whenever Orlando City win, because yes, he supports Orlando City. So he used to not say that very often, you're saying. No. He's saying it more now. He's saying it more now this season. And the fact that they got their first ever win against Atlanta United. Did he make a commemorative t-shirt for that? That, That's what this first t-shirt's all about. (laughs) Love it. I love it. It's absolutely fantastic. That's like Arsenal Arsenal fans making DVDs every time they beat Chelsea. (laughs) Absolutely. So go and check them out. Um, I've also got a website, MLS.show. Say hi from me. And you know, all that jazz. For me, if you're not following me on Twitter, it's at DC United Kingdom. Instagram and Facebook, I had to use at DC United Kingdom FC because DC United Kingdom was already used. Thank you, DC Comics. And, the bane uh, of our existence, right? Oh, no. The hashtag DCU is like... Oh, they're jerks. Soccer, they soccer, soccer. And then a whole load of DC Comics. Yeah. Like, really? You got to go through and block all the accounts. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Head over to the website. Um, the link is in the description. There's a membership thing. So if you want to join the group, you're more than welcome to. It's free to do so. I also do merch as well. So click on the merchandise link that should be in the description. If I've not, I'm sorry. Click on the website. The link is there. And that's about it from me. So let's wrap this up. Thank you, John. And as I always end the show, Vamos United. Vamos.